I want you to remember that little girl with her head down in her hands, just shaking her head the entire time. And in her mind, I could just see the thoughts that she was thinking, like, I can't do it. There's no way that I can do it. That little girl wasn't born with that. She picked it up from who knows where. And hopefully one day she will look out into the world and see more and more and more examples of people who look like her, people who don't look like her, but are in her situation, who decided that they were going to do the difficult thing because it was worth it, because it wasn't just about them, because it was about someone else who could see that they were doing difficult things, that they were choosing courage over fear, and that maybe, just maybe, if they're doing it, then we can do it too. You're listening to the Purpose Filter Podcast. I'm your host, hospice and palliative care doctor and certified life coach, Dr. Louie Kathy Zhang. I'm here each week to bring you a fresh perspective on your everyday struggles, along with sharing practical strategies to cope with them that have worked wonders for me and my clients. I've spent a lot of time caring for the dying, so I've learned a thing or two about living. This week, it is all about doing hard things. You're smart, so you probably already know that it's great for personal development and growth, but what about the impact that it has on the people around us? In this episode, you'll hear how a movie quote changed my perspective on doing hard things, stories of people who showed incredible determination despite facing death, and most importantly, how we can create positive change for our communities and humanity at large by taking action on overcoming any challenges in our way. So get ready to be inspired and motivated to take on your own hard things and make a difference in the lives of others. Let's dive right in. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Purpose Filter Podcast. I hope you are doing well. If it is springtime anywhere you are in the world, it's springtime here in the Northeast U.S., man, it is rough out here with the allergies and the nose and the sneezing. I literally feel like my nostrils have diarrhea because it's just nonstop. I'm sorry if that's uh, an uncomfortable image for you, but I'm in medicine. Poo doesn't really scare me. Anyhow, I hope that it's going well for you. I wanted to share today about doing hard things, as you may have read in the show notes and in the introduction. So the idea for this episode in particular came because I finally watched the movie A League of Their Own. And I'm sure many, many of you know exactly what I'm talking about, but I have never seen it. There are a lot of things that I've never seen or experienced because of the way that I grew up. My parents are Chinese immigrants. They had no idea about, you know, kind of American pop culture, filmography, cinema, any of this stuff. And so finally, it was on Netflix and I watched it. And for those of you who don't know, it's basically a movie from 1992, and it's a fictional recounting of the story of the All-American Girls Professional Baseball League. This was a real baseball league back in the 1940s. There was clearly a shortage of men because they were all going off to war, and so they recruited women to go start this league to play baseball to entertain the people at home and that sort of thing. 
And it follows many different women, but one of the main characters is played by Gina Davis. She plays Dottie Hinson, who is this tall, statuesque, beautiful redhead who is actually a incredible ball player. She plays the catcher position. And then you have Tom Hanks, who plays Jimmy Dugan, who is kind of like a washed up alcoholic. He's like a stumbling, blubbering, fall down drunk. And they recruit him to be the manager and, you know, to show face, et cetera, et cetera. And the evolution of it is that he starts to realize that these women are actually really great and really love baseball. And then you see this whole story culminating in the team that Dottie Hinson, played by Gina Davis, is on. They actually make it to the World Series. And the scene in question that I'm talking about that I just, it kind of blew my mind was when they're about to go to the World Series. They just found out they're about to play and Dottie Hinson basically is about to leave. She's packing up her suitcases. Her husband came back from war and she's like, I'm going to leave. And Jimmy Dugan, Tom Hanks's character is like, what are you doing? I thought you were a ball player. I thought this was important to you. And she's like, you know, it turns out it wasn't, I'm not a ball player. And you can tell that she is saying it in a way that is unconvincing because she's trying to convince herself, even though deep down, you know that she loves it. You know that she knows that she loves it. And she says something and she says, it just got too hard. And Tom Hanks's character just so beautifully done. He leans in and he looks at her and he says, it's supposed to be hard. If it wasn't hard, everyone would do it. The hard is what makes it great. Oof. If that is not just, man, I will tell you that I actually paused the movie at that point. And, you know, my husband had already seen it. And frankly, he, I think, may have been asleep at that time anyway. But I paused it because I was like, oh. This is exactly what I needed to hear at this point in my life. And maybe if you're going through something where you're struggling, where you're having challenges, maybe this is what you need to hear as well. And look, we know why doing hard things is important. There's personal growth. You experience resilience. You experience a sense of accomplishment. If you've ever seen something like American Ninja Warrior or the Olympics or anything where people are testing the capability of their physical prowess and you see their sense of exhilaration and pride when they get to the finish line, when they climb the mountain and they're just screaming at the top of their lungs. They are just like Godzilla. (laughs) You literally think their eyes are going to pop out of their, you know, sockets, etc. And that's how I want us all to feel when we do hard things. Because here's the thing. A lot of times we think that we are going to gain the confidence. And then once we gain the confidence, we'll be able to do the hard thing. It's like, oh, okay, if I just take this course, or if I read this book, or if I just, you know, get a little stronger, then I can do the hard thing. And sometimes, and most of the time in reality, it's doing the hard thing or trying to do it that actually gives us more confidence. Then you see like, oh, shit. I was the one that did that. And I've talked about that before. And I want to share a story from trapeze. You may or may not know, my husband and I, we fly trapeze, kind of like that hanging bar in the circus, that sort of thing. 
And we were at a class this past weekend and it was a mixed levels class. Anyone could show up and there are a lot of beginners that come. And this class happened to have two, what they call quote unquote, tiny flyers, little flyers, as in they were children. I think maybe they were no older than 10, probably eight or nine. We didn't actually ask their ages. They were two young girls who were friends, their father of one of the girls came to accompany them. And they were, you could clearly tell they were dancers. They, turns out they went to a ballet school specifically. They were jetting all over the place, like pirouetting in between their sessions. But there was one girl, she was the smaller in size of the two. She had incredible body control. Like there are people who get up there and they you know, don't hear the instructions. They can't do what they're supposed to do. She did everything the way that she was supposed to. And what I noticed, what we all noticed is that they'd be like, okay, on this one, you're going to let go of your hands or on the next one, you're going to do a backflip. And she was so scared. She just refused to do it. And at first we were like, you know what, actually that's setting a really good boundary. And then what we started all to realize was that she was in a place where she was so afraid. She was holding herself back. She wanted to do it, but she was holding herself back. There were moments where I literally saw her and she had her head in her hands, dreading the moment that she had to go up there. And I'm like, this girl is eight, maybe 10 years old, max. What's going to happen for the rest of her life? We were saying that, you know, it's great that she's drawing a boundary. And you know me, I love a good boundary setting, okay? I love boundaries. And here's what I want to say about that. There is a difference between setting a boundary versus being afraid, okay? Setting a boundary means I don't actually want to do that deep down, and I'm saying no, or I'm putting up a boundary, or I'm taking an action that aligns with what I feel on the inside. The flip side is I actually really do want to do that, but I'm saying no because I'm actually afraid. Do you feel the difference between those two? One is aligned action. The other one is based in fear, self-doubt, overwhelm, anxiety, worry, all of those things that this little girl was exhibiting. And the father of her friend who was with her also at the time, he came over and he was talking to her and I overheard their little kind of pep talk. And he was like, do you know what one of the most valuable things we can learn in life? And she was like, no. He's like, it's how to conquer our own fears. I was like, okay, damn. Like, you know, random middle-aged guy. He's he's got some chops. Maybe he should come on this podcast. (laughs) And it's so beautifully said because that's so true. Everyone who's done something hard, and I know you've done hard things in your life, you can look back and just be like, that has totally changed the trajectory of my life. And you know that I take care of dying people. And some of the most common regrets of the dying is just not living authentically, not pursuing their dreams. There's a brilliant quote by Stephen Hawking, the renowned physicist. He was diagnosed with a motor neuron disease, ALS, presumably, back when he was 21. And he said, when you're faced with the possibility of an early death, it makes you realize that life is worth living and that there are a lot of things that you want to do. 
And this guy contributed so much to the field of physics and quantum mechanics and cosmology. And he was facing a terribly grim prognosis. He had no idea how long he was going to live. We recently flew back and on the plane, we watched the second Black Panther movie, Wakanda Forever. And Chadwick Boseman, diagnosed with colon cancer in 2016 and still made six movies afterwards during chemotherapy, getting treatment, being exhausted where he would fall asleep during press tours and interviews, right? That is incredible, incredible strength. And the strength of these people, of the patients that I see, of the people that you know personally or may have heard of, that can give us strength as well to then go out and do the hard things. I mean, there's a reason why people love that quote, we can do hard things. I think Glennon Doyle wrote it in her most recent book. She created a whole podcast and there are journals out there. People love the reminder that we can do hard things and we have done hard things already in our lives. Another example is Toni Morrison, the acclaimed novelist, editor, professor. She was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer in 2019, and she continued to write and publish books throughout treatment and recovery. Those are just a few of the names that we do know, not to mention the countless of other people who are doing hard things, difficult things every single day, day in, day out, with no recognition aside from maybe people who recognize it and see it in their immediate circle, in their community. And look, I know what you're thinking. Of course, it's hard to do hard things, right? Remember, it is supposed to be hard. And if it wasn't hard, everyone would do it. And the hard is what makes it great. It's hard to write a book. It's hard to quit your job and start a business. It's hard to eat right and exercise, for Christ's sake. It's hard to be a parent. It's hard to speak out against injustice. Whatever it is, it is likely worth it. And yes, you're going to deal with fear, failure, anxiety, overwhelm, worry, self-doubt. Your brain is going to offer up all sorts of stories and all of these things for why you cannot do it. And you're going to have to learn and apply some strategies for overcoming these obstacles. You might have to break things down into the smallest, tiniest next step. If you can't send an email, you might have to just be like, turn on my computer as a step. It's all about the action that we take. And again, embracing discomfort, like that father said, learning how to conquer our fears is one of the biggest and most valuable things that we can learn and we can do for ourselves and for others. I want you to remember that little girl who was at my trapeze class with her head down in her hands, just shaking her head the entire time. And in her mind, I could just see the thoughts that she was thinking, like, I can't do it. There's no way that I can do it. And holding herself back despite all of our encouragement, despite all of us cheering her on and being like, you're so great. Look what you did. And her just being like, "Mm, I'm not that good. I can't really do it. That little girl wasn't born with that. She picked it up from who knows where, maybe from her family, maybe from TV, maybe from magazines. I don't know. And hopefully 
one day she will look out into the world and see more and more and more examples of people who look like her, people who don't look like her, but are in her situation, who decided that they were going to do the difficult thing because it was worth it, because it wasn't just about them, because it was about someone else who could see that they were doing difficult things, that they were choosing courage over fear, and that maybe, just maybe, if they're doing it, then we can do it too. So there you have it. It's supposed to be hard. If you're going through something difficult, if you're having some challenging times in your life, I want you to just remember that that is perfectly normal and it's a part of being human. If you're feeling inspired after this episode to take action on your own goals, but you've been struggling to get started, I am here to help. As a coach, I specialize in helping people overcome their fears, to break through those limiting beliefs, to get out of our own way, to take action on our goals, no matter how hard they seem. So if you're ready to step up, if you're ready to do hard things in your life, if you're ready to make a broader impact on the people around you, I invite you to take action today. Don't let fear or doubt hold you back any longer. Book a discovery call with me. Click on the link in the show notes and let's work on this together. Thank you as always for listening. I look forward to helping you do hard things and I want to see the impact that you're going to make on yourself, on others. And as always, take care of yourselves and take care of each other. I will see you next week.